Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, and on this podcast, we are on a mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication. And this podcast, what we are going to do is recap these interviews that we've had with these amazing specialists in different areas of what we, when we talk about health in general and different specialists that someone with headaches and migraines may need to see and what we need to understand from those specialists and, and what they're seeing in their own uh, perspective and their lens as they're looking at patients with headaches and migraines. So we've had four different interviews, one with an optometrist, Dr. Watt, one with a dentist that's specializing in breathing and airway, and that's Dr. Kevin Goles. We've had uh, a couple other interviews with a naturopathic doctor, that is Dr. Lindsay Hollister. And then just recently, last week, we aired the episode with Dr. Nathan Morris, who is a medical doctor who went back uh, to study functional medicine and is doing amazing work. So all of these providers are wonderful people that I've gotten to know and uh, are doing really good things for their patients and really for healthcare in general. So when you are navigating our healthcare system, it's our, it's, it's my part of my mission to help you understand what healthy living looks like, uh, but specifically when you are dealing with headaches and migraines and you're trying to understand what you need to solve your problem. Obviously here at Novera, we have a specific approach as it relates to the neck and the musculoskeletal system and this pain pattern that we see when people have headaches and migraines. And we talk a lot about that. But what I want to do is be challenged, one, in my thinking, but also have a more holistic approach and a holistic mindset when it comes to the body and all these different systems in the body and how they function. And so bringing these other specialists on the show is really intentional so that you, the listener, can understand that if you go see someone with uh, a, a background similar to us, maybe they, they use their hands to restore function to the neck and to the jaw, and they do a great job at that. Now, not everyone we see gets better. We have a, we have a high percentage of people that find substantial relief, but not everyone finds the relief they're looking for. And what the reason why is, uh, well, there are several reasons, but when someone's truly motivated and they're willing to put the work in and they don't get better with our approach, there are other systems in the body that may need to be addressed. So what we're going to do is recap each of these so that if you maybe haven't listened to the individual podcast, I want you to go back and listen to those. And if you have, sometimes the further removed we are from uh, something that we learned or a conversation, something that we consume that we thought, oh, that's beneficial. We just need to be reminded of that. That's human behavior that we kind of forget. And so what I want to do is take the information that we gathered from these specialists and just remind you all of what they said and just some takeaways from their converse, from my conversations with them. So first, let's talk about our conversation with Dr. Watt. Now, Dr. Joshua Watt, he has uh, his own practice here in Colorado Springs. And again, his practice is specializing on the movements and coordination of the eyes. And these patients that are finding benefit from Dr. Watt and seeing him 
really a lot of them have a convergence and sufficiency. So when the eyes are supposed to track an object or follow an object as it moves close to your face, the eyes are having to work harder than they should. And that strain on the eyes can directly impact the the musculature around the eyes, but it just causes tension. And there can be pain kind of behind the eyes or in the forehead. Uh, there can also be pain, as, as he noted, in, in the suboccipital area, in the back of the head. And oftentimes this is going to increase with uh, looking at screens or, or reading. And he has his own story of having a difficult time reading growing up. He didn't like reading. It was something that was very kind of frustrating and draining for him, fatiguing. Uh, he would get sleepy when he would read. And, and he came in his adult years as an optometrist, came to find out that he had this convergence insufficiency or his eyes didn't function as well. So straining the eyes uh, and the neck, uh, this forward head position. So these are things that he sees as eye strain relates to posture in that sort of forward head position. Um, So people that we look at that come in the clinic and they're like, my posture, my forward shoulder, my forward head, we think, okay, your, your neck, the joints and how your head's sitting on, on the upper part of the neck and then the shoulders and shoulder tension, all of that is there. And we work on that. And for a lot of people, that is profoundly impactful. And I would say for anyone, that that's something that needs to be a component. But what if there's this, what if there's this visual insufficiency when it comes to tracking objects? Or maybe your eyes aren't coordinating well enough to really focus in on fine print on a screen or in a book, and you're having to lean forward all the time. Well, naturally, your head is just sort of set forward because you're, you're having eye strain. You're trying to accommodate to that. The other thing that Dr. Watt talked about is, and this is a common thread, is that when optometrists do an eye exam, they're looking primarily at the visual acuity and if you're going to need prescription glasses. But what he's seeing is that there's another level to this. There's another level to looking at health and wellness of these children and how their eyes are functioning at this young age. And so if you are wondering if your eyes are an issue and you go to an optometrist, likely they're not going to take you through an examination that gets to these levels or layers of potential dysfunction in the eyes. And, and he also said, and this is, again, another common theme that we saw with these providers is asking questions is key. These providers listen. The common threat within our, our healthcare system today is that there's not enough time for providers to ask questions. And you actually, as Dr. Nathan Morris said, you actually get rewarded the less time you spend within this medical uh, world within the MD world, the the quicker you can get in and out, the more money you make. And so, spending time slowing down, stopping and listening to people, one, all these people would argue that that is how you truly understand what the person, what the patient in front of you needs. But two, um, that that doesn't pay. It doesn't pay. And so, you know, if if we're gonna follow. Uh, the money when it comes to insurance or the providers themselves, how they run their practices, uh, for a lot, it's no fault of their own. This is just the system that they're in, and they want to be good providers, and they want to listen, but they just can't afford to. And so 
asking questions is key. So Dr. Watt talked a lot about when he has someone in front of him, he's asking specific questions and then things will pop up. And I think some of the examples he used are maybe, you know, as your child getting fatigued, are they, uh, do they have kind of an aversion to, to reading is reading something that, um, they, uh, are they having to use their finger to trace the lines? And he said, as an adult, if you're having to use your finger to trace through each line of text, that is not normal. And so these questions that are asked reveal other layers to these problems. And so maybe you start high level with like, I have headaches, but then we get to these layers of like, oh, we, we have a visual convergence issue and we have, and then you start to see that, wow, like all of these things, when we let the body function the way it should, then you start to feel healthy and your quality of life improves. All right, let's move on to Dr. Goals. Dr. Goals was a very exciting interview. I really enjoyed talking to him because he is very passionate, very knowledgeable. He's talking, his practice is specifically catered to people that are have a, a restricted airway. And there's a lot to that. But some of the highlights from my conversation with him, the forward head position again, neck and jaw tension. So when it comes to the development of the jaw, the upper palate needs to grow and develop. And that growth and development is directly connected to the freedom that the tongue has and the potential, yeah, and things like breastfeeding and chewing solid foods, which he talked about in that podcast. And so these things that are healthy and normal that oftentimes are being replaced by what, and whether it's formula, which I understand there, there are reasons to, uh, that a mother, uh, or a child would not be able to breastfeed. Um, but we heard that a couple times too, this theme of being pro breastfeeding because of the benefits to the child. Well, in this scenario, uh, it can help with airway. And also when, when the child can sit upright, Dr. Gold said you should be, uh, providing them with, with real foods, whole foods rather than, than uh, baby food or, uh, just formula because that sucking motion and the chewing motion on, on these real foods, on these whole foods are what, will help the upper palate expand. And so if you're wondering like, okay, well, what, what does that look like in my child? Obviously do, do some more research because there are certain foods that um, you'll want to give your child. I don't want to get into recommendations there, but it's this idea of not supplementing to make things easier, but actually going back to what our bodies used to developing like, and whether that's breastfeeding or just instead of um, these pureed alternatives, we, we actually provide them with real foods that help their jaw develop. So we talked a little bit about that. And he says that a lot of people that he sees, not necessarily the typical sleep apnea presentation of maybe it's a middle-aged overweight male, but he himself, who's very fit, an endurance athlete, had a severe or significant level of sleep apnea that he was unaware of. And so again, he went through his own experience and was able to see that his airway was restricted and that was impacting several things within his life. And so sleep is super important. And if you are waking up with headaches, if you have jaw tension, if you're clenching or grinding your teeth, if you're wearing your teeth down, if you look at your mouth and, and your teeth are all just flat, 
uh, the upper the upper part of your teeth are yeah where your teeth are contacting each other, they're just worn down. You don't have these nice valleys and peaks. That could be an indication that you're having to thrust your jaw forward at night, attempting to get air in. And so my interview with Dr. Goals was fantastic. And if you have not listened to that, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. I think many of you have gone uh, out to see him, have reached out, and have actually utilized him as a, as a provider because that was so insightful for you. All right, let's talk about the gut. And this was Dr. Nathan Morris, Dr. Hollister. Dr. Hollister is the naturopathic doctor. Dr. Nathan Morris is the functional medicine doctor. And the theme there was looking at inflammation, reducing the level of inflammation, having a proper response to inflammation, which was really interesting. Dr. Morris talked about the acute response of inflammation is normal, and that's a healthy function of the body, but it's when our gut is is unhealthy that will impact our response, and it will go from a proper response, which is acute, short-term, to more of a chronic, long-term response of inflammation. And so the, the inflammatory response within our body is not regulated, and, and the way we address that is really changes in our diet. And he talked about some very specific things such as supplements, uh, omega-3s, magnesium, um, getting fiber in your diet, having a salad every day. But the big things that he says most of his patients he recommends is elimination of gluten and dairy. And it sounds like those are those are very commonly seen as inflammatory food groups. And so if you are someone that uh, is struggling with chronic headaches and migraines, your threshold for what you can tolerate and the level of inflammation and how your body is having to deal with chronic inflammation is likely a part of, of your symptom presentation. It's likely a part of this chronic state of pain that you're in. And it's not a bad idea to at least go down this road of understanding how your diet can impact your experience with maybe an underlying neck problem. Maybe you have an airway issue that's leading to a buildup of tension in your neck and your jaw. Maybe you have a convergence insufficiency and your eyes are having to strain really hard when you're looking at a book or at a computer on this small text. So you see how all of these different systems within the body come together and one system is going to impact the other. And, and as people go, down, go through life and we prescribe them, when I say we, I'm talking about our current model of healthcare and our Western medicine model, we prescribe them with a medication that really just shuts off the alarm system. And so we, we have pain, we have a headache. And however that presents, no matter how it presents, pain is a sign that something is wrong and our body is telling us something is wrong. And what we need to do is pay attention to that. And we need to not just shut off the smoke detector, but we need to put the fire out. And so it's as if these medications are, are us going to that smoke detector in our house. And we don't just hit the button to like reset it. We actually like take the battery out or we like chuck it in the dumpster or something. And instead, and, and, and all the while, our house, our house is on fire. There's smoke coming out of the windows. I mean, it, it, it does nothing to actually change our quality of health, but it just changes the experience we have. And maybe maybe this, this scenario is in the middle of the night and the fire alarm goes off. You're like, oh, I just need to sleep. And so you go, you shut the fire alarm off, and then you go back to bed. 
Well, that fire is still burning. And at some point it is going to overwhelm the house and you're going to have a bigger problem to deal with. And so in general, we want to, and I'm not saying that medication has no place because symptom management can be helpful when we are in the process of searching for the underlying problem and treating that. But we have to be searching for that underlying problem. We have to be searching for the source of what's happening. We have to find the location of the fire, follow the smoke, uh, check different areas in your house, and we have to put that fire out. And so these are the different areas that we see here at Novera that are commonly dysfunctional or there there's a fire in these different systems there's a problem in these different systems that is then the end result is you feel crummy you have a headache you have a migraine in addition to these four areas of course the neck the jaw the shoulders this tension that builds up can actually be sending that pain and how we experience that pain can be impacted by all these other things that tension in our neck and our shoulders can it can be in this vicious cycle where we work on the neck, but if your visual system isn't being taken care of and you continue to have to strain your eyes, well, that neck tension is going to pop back up. Or maybe we work on your neck and your shoulders, but your jaw and your, and your airway have been underdeveloped. And we need to improve your airway so at night you can actually breathe and you're not just constantly jutting your, your lower jaw forward to op- expand your airway and grinding your teeth. And so that, that can be another vicious cycle where working on your neck helps and it helps immensely. But then we want you to feel healthy in general and feel like you don't necessarily need to worry about this popping up, but we want to get you to a point where you, f- you feel confident that you've solved the underlying problem. Uh, and then from there, it's it's uh, looking at inflammation as well. So a lot of people, uh, I would say most people, are probably consuming things that they're putting stress through their body, through their uh, microbiome, through their gut, and impacting their gut health. And that will directly impact their body's threshold for pain uh, and how the, how the brain is actually um, going to receive that pain signal. And so chronic inflammation is that other area. So these systems are where we need to look to see where that fire is. And we need to extinguish the fire. We're not just putting out the fire alarm. We're not just shutting it off. We're not throwing it in the dumpster. We're not taking the battery out. We are actually solving the underlying problem. So many people that I talk to are frustrated with our healthcare system because there is no talk about the source of what's happening. There's no talk about the underlying problem. And so if you are frustrated because you have not been told the source of your issue, you have not, it has not been explained to you why this is happening. Your provider has not taken the time to ask you the question why over and over again and asked himself or herself the question why over and over again. And they're just stopping at the next medication. And if that doesn't work, here's the next one. That's going to leave you frustrated and hopeless. And you're going to continue to deal with this, whether it's the side effects of medication or headaches and migraines that are just continuing. And not only are they likely to continue, but those problems are probably just going to continue to build to the point where medication may not help you anymore. And so we need to change our healthcare system to look at the source, ask the question why and answer the question why this is happening. 
And so if you haven't listened to these other podcasts, I want you to go back and listen to those. I want you to utilize these providers. I want you to utilize us here at Novera so that we can help you navigate our healthcare system and that we can help you uh, resolve this neck tension, shoulder tension, jaw tension, uh, this dysfunction through our musculoskeletal system that's the source of, of the pain and these symptoms that you're, that you're experiencing. This is, if we can... Providers like these, if, if we can um, replicate what we're doing and shift our healthcare system, in my career, if I can play a small part in that, I, I would be thrilled. And that really is my message to you on this podcast and uh, what I'm working towards is just changing our healthcare system to really involve your health and not just symptom management. Thanks for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please write us a five-star review wherever you listen and uh, tune in next week. We'll see you then.